Good morning, Sheila. How are you today? Wayne, I am great. Your voice is like a cup of coffee to me in a good way. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I <laughs> see. We have this. We have this little placard in in our kitchen. Okay. And it's of a. The artwork is think of nineteen fifties ish kind okay. of artwork. So so Harry and Ozzy. You we have Ozzy's face there, and, and it says, "Drink coffee." Do stupid things faster with more energy. <laughs> there I am. You are describing me perfectly. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, everyone, to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we explore the fascinating world of verbs mm. and their impact on our daily lives. Join us each week as we delve into the different ways verbs shape our language and influence our interactions as we attempt to make a positive difference in our world, one verb at a time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and, and, and Sheila, this is episode number 90. Number 90. Yes. Yeah. And, and still going. And what is our verb for today? Today's verb is to deduce. I have a couple of definitions here and you have more definitions. And mine, my first one is to arrive at a fact or conclusion by reasoning Number two is determined by reasoning or deduction. And I have a clue about deduce and deduct in a minute. Ooh, okay. um, and number three is to trace the course of. So um, let's hear your definitions first, and then I'll talk about deduce and deduct. Okay. I, I have to answer or to reach an answer or decision by thinking carefully about the known facts, to reach an answer by thinking about a general truth and its relationship to a specific situation. Okay. And the la my last one, I didn't have many, to form an opinion about something based on the information or evidence that is available. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, can I, yes. can I, can okay. I say this? Oh, yeah. As, as I started doing my research, particularly on that last one, to form an opinion about something based on the information or evidence that is available, yeah. I thought of Inspector Clouseau. Ah, and, famous and, detective. And I started doing stuff like this. Deduce, 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 deduce. Good for you. Good for you. I, personally, my obsession was Sherlock Holmes. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I had Pink Panther going off in the back of my head. I don't yeah, know no, I like that. I like that. That's a very cheerful um, background theme So, <laughs> okay. to carry about during your day. So I learned that deduce and deduct come from the same Latin root word, which I'm not going to say because I don't speak Latin. Okay. And several hundred years ago, allegedly, they were interchangeable. Well, the alleged part is today the definitions have changed. They've mm -hmm. diverged. The noun form is the same for both, but the meaning differs according to its context. But I believe that even though the official definitions have changed, still in common usage, at least in American English, they are somewhat interchangeable. Okay. Not by the dictionary, but by the way they're used. But by the way they're used. So, okay. Yes. Much like now, we have, much like we have used uh, or have changed the thought process on other verbs. Yes. 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 Now, okay. before we go any further, do you have a trivia question for us? I do have a okay. trivia question. Good, thank good, you good, for good, good. thank you for reminding me. Yes. All right. So for all of you with deductive reasoning or de mm. deduce skills, <laughs> can you tell me what country has the most pyramids? 
And I will tell you the answer at the end of our show. What okay. country has the most pyramids? Okay. Great. It I can I can hear some I can hear some gears turning and wheel, oh, yeah. wheels turning and people go, Oh, I know. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> okay, we'll no, see. No, I didn't say that because I okay. figure it's a trick question. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't know. Hey, where did the deuce come from? Who who asked who who got this? Who pulled this out of the jar? Why? Thank you for asking. Uh, my husband Fred was our inspiration for this word. And when I asked him why he chose this one, he said because I know that you two like to be challenged. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself, Do we really like to be challenged? I, I, I don't. Yeah. Do we? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. But okay. All right. So. So did you find it challenging? Uh, I found it challenging to get a good quote that wasn't full of scientific or philosophical jargon. Ah, okay. So I did find it challenging. Okay. Because when you said, hey, one of our longtime listeners and a very, very close partner to you, <laughs> your <laughs> <Very> husband, <close. laughs> when, when you said the word deduce, I thought, deduce and I paused for a long time mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I I I don't and you used a word as you were describing um the Latin word for deduce mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you said common language. Right. I was thinking I don't commonly I don't normally oh. use deduce. Well, I'm going to challenge you on that. You may not use it as a word, but you use the action of it a lot as I go through my research today. I thought of you a lot. Oh, no. Okay. All right. And the second thing I thought of was um, when my son was in elementary school, early, early on, mm -hmm. we would always get feedback from his teachers and they would say, he's got great deduction skills where does he where did he learn that from Ooh. and i told them he learned it from playing board games with us yep and you know as i've read the literature over the years yep. um there's the experts are saying board gaming is great for deductive reasoning skills for, yep. for analytical skills for Staving, staving off or slowing mm -hmm. down the process of dementia. Alzheimer's or dementia. Yep. Yes. Yep. And yep. I thought, wow, well, I'm going to play board games until, you know, forever. <laughs> See, and that's the thing I was going to point out about you using this regularly as a skill set, even if you don't use the word for it. Okay. Because you're a big gamer. I, you know, I'm a big gamer. I don't do very well, but I'm a big gamer. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes. You still are challenging the brain in a way that, and I, and I, in fact, I think you do it very well. But you're still working on those brain health skill sets. Well, you're you're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> as I as I started my research, I fell back to a um, podcast that we had a long time ago okay. because I ran across an article. And I think I quoted her in that article when we did our podcast. I'm not sure what the verb was, but I ran across an article written by Dr. Ava Krakow talking about how many decisions do we make, do we make every day? Oh, right. Remember? And yeah. we said it was a large number. And she says that the sources say we make about 35,000 decisions every it. day. Yep. And I remember that number. And then there were some articles under that going, how did you guys come up with that 35,000? And mm -hmm. is it really true? And because that's about 2,000, if we sleep seven hours a day, that's about 2,000 decisions every day, I mean, every hour. So I, how do you, is that true? <laughs> and I don't know, but I found that 
I said, hey, this here it is again. There I don't we go. Know. Yep. Sheila, where can our listeners find you? Well, thank you for asking, Wayne. Zeke and Sheila at yahoo.com is my email address. And my email address is Wayne at mindsinking.com. That's M I N D S Y N C I N G.com. Wayne at mindsinking.com. My Super. website? Super. Thank you. My, web, my website is mindsinking.com. <laughs> yes. All right. anyway. And again, all complaints come to me. <laughs> and all good things go to Sheila's address. And we share. We do share. <laughs> we do share. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Sheila, where did your research take you? Well, first, uh, uh, after uh, I will later talk about the scientific method. I will later talk about why we want to improve our deduction and deducing skills. But first, I'm going to talk about popular games that have just taken over the Internet and mm. Facebook. And one of those is Wordle, which uh -huh. is, uh, according to Hartford Healthcare Memory Center, just as you said, it's it's a great stimulation activity that protects from the brain function and helps prevent dementia. But also, this really got popular during the pandemic shut-in time. And it was <laughs> advertised as being great for burnt-out pandemic shut-ins. <laughs> okay. So I don't personally play it, but I know a lot of people who do, and then they make it harder for themselves. Um, it was uh, initially not supposed to be as hard as people are are making, you know, people add their own rules to it, which is fun. Oh, okay. And then the second game was Sudoku, which is my ah. personal favorite, also known as mathematics' most famous game. Okay. And uh, it has transcended borders and cultures. It was first initiated in this format in Japan in the late 20th century. Really? Yes. Uh, fosters critical thinking skills, enhances, uh, encourages a methodological approach to problem solving, uh, requires the application of deductive thinking, pattern recognition, uh, reasoning, identifying and eliminating possible solutions. So... Excellent skill set to to grow and encourage. Excellent. And I do play Sudoku. Okay. I don't do Wordle. Okay. And I'm going to say during pan the pandemic, because you're, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right, that's when I really was introduced to Wordle. Okay. I kept getting all of these hits from people that I know, mm -hmm. and they're posting their Wordle scores right. and their Wordle challenges, and yes. they're asking for something, and I'm and the first couple that I saw, I go, Wordle, what is this? And, right. and I'm thinking, is this spam? So I just, I would hit delete, delete, delete. <laughs> and then it kept coming and coming. And then it kept coming. And it kept coming from people that I knew. So I called one of them on the phone. I said, um, what are you, are you sending me this stuff, this thing, Wordle thing? What is that? And they go, oh, you don't know what that is? I go, no, I don't know what that is. And they go, oh, it's this, it's this. And it's, what, and it's so fun. It's so challenging. It's so good. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Uh, okay, I know nothing about it, nothing about it, and I still haven't <laughs> checked it out. But everybody, as you said, everyone is enjoying it, and mm -hmm. good for them. And they're, they're posting, "Hey, I got a high score in Wordle." I'm like, "Okay, what's a high score? You know, what's, <laughs> <laughs> how, what's the highest score you can get?" I I still don't know. <laughs> and and now I know we're going to get a lot of people hit, hitting us with our emails going, you guys don't know Wordle. Oh, my goodness. Did you crawl out from underneath of a rock? Yes, right. I did. <laughs> Can I deduce from your description there Ooh. that there's a part of you that's a little bit resistant to getting into Wordle? Um, 
yes, because it just doesn't interest me. Okay. Uh, I, I, I've talked to many people about it. Just and I have, ring your I, bell. Have, I have deduced that with all, the, okay, going from the general, which is theory, to the specific, which is, you know, all right, specific, we're, we're, we're pinpointing, um, and the general, they haven't grabbed me. And okay. it just, I just said, eh, not doing it. So <laughs> okay. my deductive reasoning there was uh, not, not of my interest, my ilk, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Thank you. There you go. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> and I read an article, Deductive Reasoning versus Inductive Reasoning. Okay. And it's by Alina Bradford and Mindy Weisenberger. And I'm going to talk only about the deductive side because inductive is probably another podcast for another day. It's not our so, work today. It's not our work today. So I will certainly speak to what they said in the article about deductive reasoning okay. and go from there. All right. So, all right. I, I'm sure you have a quote. I love your quotes. Do you have any quotes for us today? Oh, I do, yes. Louise J. Kaplan, I think she was a social worker, said it didn't take elaborate experiments to deduce that an infant would die from lack of food, but it took centuries to figure out that infants can and do perish from want of love. Oh. So, love your hmm. babies. Love the babies. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Doris Lessing said, you have to declare, excuse me, to deduce a person's real feelings about a thing by a smile she does not know is on, know is on her face, by the way bitterness tightens the muscle at a mouth's corner, or the way air is allowed to flow from the lungs. So mm. what that says to me, too, is that observational skills are a big part of being able to, do, to deduce conclusions. You, you know what? Hmm. I did that exercise yesterday. Okay. That you just mentioned. Okay. And it is, I didn't say deduced, but I did say the person, um, let me, let me give you the exercise first. Okay. So I'm going to ask, okay, I'm going to ask you to do two things. Can I, can I do yes. this? Yes. All right. I'm going to ask you to put a smile on your face. Okay. All right. Are you yeah. smiling? I am. Now tell me good morning. Good morning. Okay. Now put a frown on your face. Got it. And tell me good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What I suggested to the group I was working with yesterday, I said, when you pick up that phone, mm -hmm. because you're at work and you're in the, let's say you're a customer service, you know, put oh, yeah. that, put that smile on your face Thanks and say good morning yep. because the other person on the other phone has already decided or deduced I didn't say those words. I said mm -hmm. they have already interpolated your tone and the way it came across that, oh, this is not going to be a good phone call or I'm starting with somebody who's friendly and open and ready to hear mm -hmm. what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And I just said that yesterday. It was very cool. I'm you excited. are just, I, you, I will tell you. When we research a word, we, we spend the whole week thinking about it and listening for it in regular conversation. So it's just on your mind. And now these examples are popping up because it's something you've been mulling over and reviewing. Good job. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, and thanks to your husband for the word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't I thanking him at the beginning of the week, but we're thanking him now. I love that we do what we do because it makes me 
as you said, hit research, do some research in a week at a time. And I'm learning new things. And that's why I am too. And that's why I'm different today with deduce because I didn't know much about deduce other than, okay, is that decisions is, is, are my my deductions decisions? Are they, is it inductive or is it deductive? And so I said, I don't really know. And so I said, let me read these articles. And so Alina and Mindy say, so what's the difference between inductive and deductive reasoning? Okay. Again, I would just do the deductive part. They say during the scientific process, deductive reasoning is used to reach a logical and true conclusion. People often confuse deductive reasoning mm-hmm. with inductive reasoning. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I say, oh, I need to do some more research here because I don't know if I'm doing that. Deductive reasoning, also known as deduction, is a basic form of reasoning. It starts out with a general statement or hypothesis and examines the possibilities to reach a specific logical conclusion. (laughs) And I said, okay. And they got that from um, Norman Hare, who Mm -hmm. is a professor of education at the California State University of Northridge. Um, and, And they went into other things. And they have some examples here of what is deductive reasoning and how we can put that into play. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Can I do one more? Please. All right. They said, now, this one's going to be a little bit theory-based and people are going to okay. hear and go, oh, this is boring. And I said the same thing. Okay. But then I have some examples that come up after this so oh, that, that make it more palatable, if you will. Please. So, so here's, the, here's, the, here's the one that's not so exciting. In deductive reasoning, there is a first premise, then a second premise, and finally an inference, a conclusion, if you will, Mm -hmm. based on reasoning of evidence. A common form of deductive reasoning is the soliloquism in which two statements, a major premise and a minor premise, together reach a logical conclusion. For example, the major premise, every A is B could be followed by the minor premise, this C is an A. So what does that mean? Those statements would lead to the conclusion that C is B. And I understood that. Because if if every A is B and C is A, then C is B. Because A is B, right? Yes. And and here's the one, okay, I got it. And I said, just prior to starting opening my mouth here, I said, some people go, oh, okay, here's a better example. Okay. All spiders have eight legs. A tarantula is a spider. Therefore, a tarantula has how many legs? Eight. eight. Absolutely. There you go. You know, I found an example of where people make the deduction and it's incorrect. Ah. So... Um, the road is wet. It is raining. Therefore, it is raining on the road to make it wet. But it could be that a street queen cleaner made the road wet. <laughs> or or a, okay. someone watering their flowers. Yes. Yes. Lawn. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so that's where you can be you can go wrong using that technique. And I and I have one of those too. Oh, good. Okay. Where the premise, where the first premise is incorrect. Okay. It says deductive conclusions are reliable provided the premises are true. Yeah, that's it. According to Hare, that that professor, 
oh, H and spelled H-E-R-R. It says the argument, all bald men are grandfathers. Harold is bald. Therefore, Harold is a grandfather, is valid logically, but it is untrue because the original right. premise is false. Right. Yes. Same thing. Right. <laughs> isn't, isn't this cool? You know what? It is fun. It is fun. <laughs> and I, I found uh, an article that had two different titles. Number one is, how can I deduce like Sherlock Holmes? Because uh -huh. so for those of you who don't know him, he was a fictional character, a detective, and he is the most played character in history in in plays, movies, and uh, and uh, TV shows. Uh, played by some two hundred actors, and that of course is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so the other name for this article, how can I deduce like Sherlock Holmes, is how to think like an executive, because in fact Ooh. those are executive thinking skills as well. Ah, really? So there are six steps. Um, pay attention to the details. Use your power of observation. Number two, use all your senses. Don't just look at what you see, but what you smell, hear, maybe even taste, depending on the circumstances. Uh, number three, active listening when a person is talking. Focus very closely on that person. Give all your attention to that person. Number four, take a walk to get new ideas. Dr. Mm. Wayne Applewhite has often talked about that as an executive function skill, executive <laughs> skill. Who is that guy? <laughs> I know. Uh, number five, say it out loud to a friend as you're walking through the thoughts. To me, uh, my dog hears everything and is a very, very good at giving feedback. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or not. And number six, find quiet so you can absorb and reflect and, uh, and conclude. Okay. So how to think like an executive or how to deduce like Sherlock Holmes. And, and I like what you said about bringing Zeke into the picture, your dog. Yes. Um, because he discerns things. However, and you said by listening, by observing, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have friends who have taught me that when their dog barks a certain way, they know exactly what it is. Yeah. Yep. Because they have made some deductions over time and said, mm -hmm. oh, every time he does this, this is going to happen. Yep. And yep. and they say, oh, when he yelps like that, we know it's somebody that we know oh. because he's excited. And the yelp is the excitement in his bark. Oh. And they're saying, oh, OK, that's one of our friends coming to the door. Oh. And before the doorbell rings, you know, he he's yelping and doing those kinds of things. So so. The dog has deduced already <laughs> mm -hmm. who's coming, and they, in turn, listening to their yep. dog and observing yep. his, his yelps and barks, they know exactly who's coming to the door, too. I, Just another way to use deduce in your daily life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I And strange you say that because I have another article here, Good. and this is from the Indeed website, um, and, there, and it's the Indeed website. What is it? It's called the Indeed. They didn't give it. Oh, they called it the Indeed editorial team. They didn't give oh. names. But they said, here's some tips for improving deductive reasoning skills. Good. First one, be curious. Yes. And I think that's what Inspector Clouseau was kind of famous for, yep. was just being curious, right? Yes, yes. Be observational, which you have already articulated. Sherlock Holmes is big skill. Yep. Increase your knowledge. Ooh, continue to learn. Okay. And then break problems into smaller pieces. 
And I thought, I I do that all the time. At least I attempt to, mm -hmm. because when you're building projects, and I was I taught project management for a while, mm -hmm. and I've done a lot of projects, and we always want to break it down to the lowest work. Um, what what do they call it? a work project? A, okay. a work a work piece. Okay. You, and that's not the right name, but you want to bring okay. it down to that one work piece okay. before you build it off into this. Let's say we're building a Ferris wheel. Okay, mm -hmm. well, let's start with how many seats we're going to have on the Ferris wheel. So you and and you build the seats to make the and and you get the balance and all this good stuff and mm. you put all the quantum physics and all, <laughs> I have no idea mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. All this stuff <laughs> Sounds in there. good to me. And okay, this Ferris wheel can hold 32 chairs effectively with this weight differential and oh, and it, just break it down smaller. Mm -hmm. Just bring it to scale to help you so that it's not such a big bite to chew off the first time. Cool. I like that. Cool. The five thousand piece puzzles. I'm going to start with yeah. 100 pieces. <laughs> okay. Quick question. Yes. Are you, do you do the edge first or the center first? I, I look at the picture first. Okay. And now if it's just the picture of a, of a, of a blue background, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm toast, but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. but I look at the picture first and I try to find identifying objects. And so I yep. kind of put them together and then, um, by that time, someone else has already done the <laughs> outer edge, <laughs> if you will, yeah. uh -huh. because I know I know most people flock to that. I tend to not do that. I tend to go in the middle. I I, I tend to. Oh, look! There's an eye right there. I can see. Oh, where, there's my piece that I'm looking for right here. Yes. Yeah. And and I, so I do that first, and because I know if somebody else wants to do the edge, so I let them have their fun, do their edge. Good. How about you? Are you an edge or are you not an edge? It depends. When I'm trying to make it more difficult for myself, I don't do the edge first. I'll I'll do middle patterns and then try to link the patterns with each other. Ah, okay. Just and similarly with Sudoku, I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna you know you can tag a little corner spot to put in what you think is supposed to be in that in that, but I'm not gonna do that until I have three or less options. Ah, I see. So okay. just to make it a little harder. And I'm looking at the big picture okay. here, and right. it says 2630. Okay, <laughs> let me just mention one website. If Please. you're looking at increasing your skill set, at deducing, increasing your, your challenging yourself, the, uh, Lenworth Ryan Wilmot has a site called thescienceofdeduction.org, and he's all about helping you learn how to do that better. Okay. And here's 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 the question, trivia okay. question. What country has the most pyramids? And the answer is Sudan. I knew it wasn't going to be Egypt because Egypt yeah. was my first thought. Right? So. That's everybody's Thank you, first Wayne. thought. It was yeah. mine too. They said okay. Sudan has about 220 wow. okay. to 250, where Egypt was somewhere in, in the realm of 115 wow. to a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, so a big difference. Okay. It, it was. Wayne, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for people who are listening and and uh, and helping us by supporting our podcast on whatever uh, method you use to hear it. We appreciate you and keep coming back. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, everyone. And thanks, Fred, for the word. Yes. And thank you, Sheila. And thank you, Wayne. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.